It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. Welcome to Chalk Talk, brought to you by Craft Treats today with Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. We discuss, wow, something that Tennessee fans do not want to happen. But just in case something were to happen to Hendon Hooker, where would the balls be? And also, one of the top prospects on Tennessee's board is a junior college talent that is incredibly good. We want to discuss him as well in Malik Benson. But first, I remind you that this edition of Chalk Talk is brought to you by Craft Treats. Go to Craft Treats, a full-spectrum CBD treat. Use the link that is attached to this audio or video post, and you'll get a substantial discount just by clicking on it. They've got the uh, minor cannabinoids that will increase the benefits of CBD, whether your pet suffers from any type of situational anxiety, like car ride and anxiety, like uh, storm anxiety, or maybe just a little bit older, use a little bit of pain relief. Chris Landry, let's get into it right now. Let me start with the best junior college recruiter that I've ever seen. And it worked for a while, and then it suddenly didn't. Jackie Sherrill and you and you mentioned recently Johnny Majors had success in junior college recruiting so is there anybody that has had sustained success in recruiting via the JUCO ranks that you can think of over the years not not big time level now out west you've had a lot of the San Diego State the San Jose State type schools they have good programs for what they're able to do, and they do a ton there. And And I would say that Pac-12 schools, by and large, due to the California junior college system, there's a lot of them and a lot of good players. I, I think overall they've done it. It's geographical, Dave. You mentioned Jackie, mainly out of Mississippi. Yeah. The, Mississippi and Kansas are the junior college states that, I mean, we know about California, but – when you look at the population, Kansas, Mississippi, that's that is kind of hotbed for junior colleges. 
so what you have is a lot of in particularly in the state of Mississippi. Uh, I say this lovingly from the state of Louisiana. Usually, uh, when Louisiana is ranked, you know, 48th or 49th in education, we usually could look down only upon Mississippi, uh, the school system. So what you had was a lot of kids that were really good football players that didn't make the grades that would go to junior college to get their grades up. So there, there's a lot of placement of those players. Uh, and you had them a lot in, in, in Kansas too. In uh, those schools had kind of had a placement system and a lot of the junior college coaches in the state of Mississippi, coincidentally, have Mississippi State or Ole Miss ties. They, they kind of end up gravitating, getting those jobs. And kind of the plan was, we'll send old Johnny over there, and as a as a player, and you know, we want him back. And so I think that's why those schools have had success. And I think if you're a coach in Mississippi, if you're a coach in Kansas, Kansas, Kansas State, Mississippi, Mississippi State, you have to be in tune to that. Now with transfer portal stuff that's maybe good we've talked about that that they may mississippi state Ole miss may be able to do that a little bit more i don't think for example mike leach would be really good in the junior college recruiting because his offense particularly in the offensive side of the ball because his offense is he's very very stringent what he wants so um i think it depends on the coach it depends on the system, and Jackie, that's what Jackie did. Jackie recruited well, and when he got to Mississippi State, he was much better doing that uh, at Mississippi State than he was at A&M or Pitt. Uh, but remember where Jackie's from, too. Jackie's from the state of Mississippi. He went to Alabama, but he's a Mississippi guy. That's how he went in, and he he got, uh, you know, uh, Hugh Green out there, uh, Rick, Reggie, um, uh, you know, uh, Reggie Jackson. So, I mean, you got a, a – a lot of those guys, Ricky Jackson, excuse me, um, from the deep South. Yep. Ricky Jackson, I always thought was kind of like a, and this is a compliment, a poor man's Lawrence Taylor, even yeah, the number and everything came out in the same draft. And yeah. quite frankly, if it wasn't for Lawrence Taylor, who may have been the most transformative defensive player we've seen in the NFL ever, one of them anyway, Ricky Jackson was all a famer. And you're right. He was in the shadows of, of Lawrence Taylor. I mean, yeah. Hey, hey! if I have to be in the shadows of a guy like that changed the game, which literally he did, I'll take that guy. I'd, I, I, I'll be in the shadows of the Steph Curry's all day long if if I need to be. You know, the H-back position was, was started, created by Joe Gibbs the Washington Redskins, the H-back position was formed for one reason, to help block Lawrence Taylor. That's transformative. It's just, um, I, I could chat with you for hours. So let's talk about Malik Benson. Is he the next Lawrence Taylor? That's completely unfair. But how much can he help the balls, and what are you hearing about his eventual college destination? This kid, I've looked at tape on this kid. This kid can really run. He's he's only one eighty five. He's gonna be a he's the typical modern day linebacker, the run and hit linebacker. We've talked about this Tennessee scheme, guys that can run, make plays in space. This guy's really athletic. Hutchinson Community College, um, you know, he's got some some growth room there, but 
he is he is really special because his ability to make plays in space is speed. Alabama likes him, Georgia likes him, Oregon likes him, LSU likes him along with Tennessee. So that's some strong suitors there. We'll see how the Vols stack up. Um, as uh, he's visited, uh, I think all of those places by now. He's got like 25, 30 other offers, but that's the five that he has has listed as his favorite. So um, I know he visited, had a good visit at Oregon, liked the visit the June 10th, I believe it was, for Tennessee. Had an earlier visit at LSU, um, and he liked him Georgia, obviously selling their defensive scheme as is Alabama. So uh, we'll see how, um, you know, I, I know that uh, Kelsey Pope and Alex Golish are really kind of, working him hard for the Vol staff, and they went to uh, practices uh, a, a couple of weeks back, a few weeks back. Now, he's he wants to commit by July. He wants to graduate in December and be enrolled in January. So he's got all his ducks in a row. We'll see uh, where he ends up. I, I would be a, a little bit, um, for, for Tennessee, a little bit fearful that Alabama and Georgia likes him as much as they do. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. LSU certainly as well. But I think Tennessee's right in the mix. It's uh, you can be in the top five, but uh, I don't know how high in the five they are. Um, I, t- I tell you what, Chris, um, not to get sidetracked, but <clears throat> and I don't mean this is a shot to Malik or anybody who's gone Juco. Heck, the University of Tennessee asked me to go Juco for a while. Uh, so I went <laughs> I went to community college for a while. They said, you know, why don't why don't you try something else for a little bit? So I went back, but uh, they, they allowed me to come back and get my degree. But the, there was there was a time. Uh, what is the most successful? Because kids go to JUCO for a reason. They're, it's either academics or it's something. What's the most successful kid you, you've seen go turn things around? Because here's mine. And if you can top this one, and you probably will then I'm sending you a, a bag of craft treats for your neighbors because you don't have pets. Uh, but mine's always been Alvin Kamara. And the reason is yeah, he went to Alabama. It didn't work out there. So you're thinking, I'm malcontent. He's not ready. From the outside looking in, that's what I'm thinking. Goes to junior college and you're thinking, ah, he's not going to make it through there. He's got those small little weight rooms and he doesn't have the academic sports. It's not going to work. Then he shows up at Tennessee he doesn't get as much playing time as I would argue he should have. Always had a smile on his face. Always ready to talk to the media, despite the up and down nature of the program at the time. And goes on to be a superstar in the NFL. That's my all-time best turn it around from having to transfer and go JUCO to becoming a star story. What have you? Have you got one of those? I think he is probably the best one in that particular situation where Tennessee, Juco, Alabama, I mean, Alabama, um, Juco, Tennessee, and particularly to turn it around in the NFL, I mean, to have the type of success. Now, the best one I've ever seen was O.J. Simpson, San Francisco, San Francisco Community College. He was not a um, USC out of high school guy. now, he turned his life around a couple of different ways in different times, obviously. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he was a late bloomer, and there's some academics and some juvenile trouble that would have gotten more play if it was in modern age, even last 20 years, which was a long time ago. But he was uh, – now, I'm going to tell you, 
the best junior college shape I've ever seen was was OJ running in the uh, in the California JUCO leagues at San Francisco Community College. Really good. When he got to USC, it was just no doubt that he was the deal, and and uh, he was obviously just a great great college player. Um, Alvin to me is more of the turnaround in what he's done in the NFL. OJ was great in the NFL, but OJ was great in college. Alvin was not Alvin was in, in college. He's been a great player in the NFL and uh, a little got into a little um, issues um, off the field this, this past season. But yeah, I, I agree with you in terms of the turnaround and, but I think that in terms of, you know, the one thing that's, going to always hurt Tennessee fans is, well, God, we didn't see any of that. We didn't get any of that on campus that he's produced in the NFL. Well, you know me, Chris. I'll tell you when I'm right and wrong. I was totally right. Give him the ball more. Um, but I, I'm wrong a lot, but I was right on that one. I can't believe you went the OJ route, and I can't believe I didn't know that he went to JUCO. You completely stumped me on that. So talk about a guy who's turned his life around, turned it upside down, turned around, turned upside down again. I don't even like speaking his name in particular. No, but, I know. I, but, I was I was hesitant about saying it, but I thought from a – look, I mean, from a football standpoint, we got to – you still can't – you still can't – you got to talk about OJ. You know, it, 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 I won't talk about him much, but I, I, I still say the best junior college player I've ever seen um, and, and one of the best – college players I've ever seen and one of the best NFL players I've ever seen. You know, um... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You don't normally you don't normally have a whole lot of that. Now I will I'll give you one that is is I think one um, that that also would put into that is uh, Aaron Rodgers was a junior college player before he went to Cal, and uh, he's certainly someone that's doing it right now at a at a level that's that's great. So they they've been. Look, there's been quite a few different reasons. He was, I would put him in the category of just a late bloomer because he had some ability, but he kind of developed a little bit later. And uh, Cal took a chance on him. I mean, some people, I mean, Fresno State, I mean, they weren't really sure about offering him. Um, they did a really good job. Um, so he's, he's obviously turned on to be great. There are many others, but those kind of jump out as – two moderns, but uh, I have to throw in the OJ all time because I still remember that tape. I still have it up in my attic, by the way. Wow. 
I just want to go and live at Chris's house. So, Chris, <laughs> you <laughs> we can be like the odd couple. Um, so, uh, but Chris, I do want to ask you this because we're getting closer to football season. Everybody thinks that Hendon Hooker is going to have a, a fantastic season. He did last year, why wouldn't he? Um, but I'm I'm curious um, if something were to happen to Hendon Hooker. You know, the, the coaching staff at Tennessee thought that Joe Milton should have been the starter last year. He started the season. So evidently they didn't think at the time there was a significant disparity between the two. If, if something did have to happen and they had to go the second quarterback, I'm assuming it would be Milton. Um, correct me if that's not the case from what you hear. But if that were the case, uh, do, do you think that he would be? successful obviously remember the old miss thing too so what what do you make of the drop off and the potential that would be there if, if something happened to Hendon hooker well a couple of things I, I i did you know was pretty impressed with how he did in the spring in the scrimmage a couple of scrimmages that i looked at so are we talking in about, practice, talking about joe practice. or Hendon? no joe i'm talking about joe milton joe milton okay gotcha gotcha but you know the coaches bragged about him in practices last year. It's how he won the job. Um, look, I, I get he's got tremendous arm. He's got tremendous physical gifts. The the thing that, you know, you can, I think you're under pressure of game pressure. Your accuracy can be challenged. And he's not very accurate on tape. So it's hard for me to erase that. He's, I've got to see more than just practice him getting the ball out on time and accurately. I mean, he, he, he Look, he was—he didn't have a lot of time on campus last year and won that job. So to me, that was more about, you know, maybe Hendon Hooker didn't take the bull by the horns by then, but has. So that now we know who's the starter, and that's not the question. The, the concern I would have is Hendon goes down, what do you have in Joe Mill? A guy that's certainly more comfortable in the system, has a better feel for where to go with the ball, so that should help his timing and his release point. But is he going to be more accurate? Um I mean, he's the guy right now. It's Tavian Jackson who's not ready. Um, I don't know how well he would do. My my concern would be it would be quite a bit of a drop-off based upon what I saw on, on, uh, in game film last year. But, you know, what I don't know is you're not with them in practice every day during the season, and you hope that Hooker is obviously with a better grasp of where to go with the football is clearly the answer, but that – it doesn't mean that Joe Milton hadn't gotten better. I just haven't seen it enough because, you know, I'm not there every day. I'm not, you know, I'm not coaching him, and I don't know how he's picking things up in meetings. But they feel positive and confident. But I don't know how much of that is just the the things you normally say, as opposed to how how much of a you know swallow hard they'll have if Hooker goes down. I I would think a whole lot. Yeah, you don't usually come out and say, "Boy, we're in a lot of trouble no. if we have to play this guy." That's no. not a that's not a wise thing to say. At crafttreats.com again, crafttreats.com. They've got the hungry and howling, the perfect treat uh, for picky dogs, uh, even uh, those that prefer soft treats. They've also got the farm to treat, a great choice for dogs who eat raw chicken, lamb, and sweet potato flavors are available. Again, click on the link that is associated with this video and you'll get 15% off of Craft Treat. So we'd love to see you shopping there. So for Chris Landry, I'm Dave Hooker. Chalk Talk brought to you by Craft Treats, a production of Off the Hook Sports.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.